you ever want to start a podcast or get into the podcast industry, I personally highly recommend Anchor as your number one go-to for podcasting needs. Now, Anchor offers a multitude of different scenarios and different things that you can use to actually start up your podcast. It has editing tools. It has literally actual sponsorships the more audience that you have the bigger opportunities that you can have you start off with a sponsor off rip starting your podcast and that is anchor itself now it also offers you know copyright free you know music and sound effects and everything in between i personally i I mean highly recommend getting into the podcast industry if you haven't well do a little bit of research see what you need you know obviously you need a recording a room and or a mic you need yourself some recording software that's all you need to start up with a thing today hi earth my community um i wanted to say this before we started this episode on the psychedelic experience and the interconnectedness of both the hemispheres of the brain um I'm sorry I've been gone for a long time, like a month or so. Um, it's just a lot that's been going on in my own personal life. Um, there's a lot that I've been trying to accomplish and, you know, make the groundwork so that it can accomplish. Um, just know that I am back 100%. And I hope y'all all kind of, you know, just a agree and and understand that we all got stuff that's going on in life we all got not necessarily hobbies but pursuits and passions that we can't exactly at the exact moment pursue like for the past like shoot month or two i've literally been out on these streets uh grinding the best i can i wash cars i went around asking people if they wanted to meditate and i'll be their um meditative buddy i i I did a lot i did a, a whole slew of things just trying to build up my um, financial wealth and trying to pursue other aspects. And I applied for a crap ton of jobs and it's just, it's, it's been a little rough, you know what I'm saying? But past real life stuff, let's get into the psychedelic experience. What's good, what's good, what's good, my beautiful earth-minded individuals on today's episode is going to be about the psychedelic experience. Now, this is a rabbit hole, like, of multiple conspiracies and and opinions, theories, and a a whole slew of things, and, you know, I fall down the rabbit hole. I packed my canteen and, you know, my camping bag and just, you know camped in this shit for a while uh, i experienced uh quite a few different types of psychedelics in my lifetime and um shit it was an experience to behold nevertheless but um for to be realistic where all this started from was um it was like three to four years back uh i wanted to do a documentary like a full documentary i wanted to get a camera I wanted some test subjects, some willing test subjects, volunteers, nevertheless. I didn't want to, you know, kidnap no one, make them do this shit. That's bizarre as fuck. But I wanted to have people experience this with me. 
now what I what I was doing or going to do was was this is that the document was going to call the ego molecule. It was going about it was going to be about LSD, and basically I was going to get a shit of acid, and we're going to slowly up the dosage um, every time that we took it. So like let's just say we took a time one time, next time we would took two. Next time we would took three. Next time we would took four until you know it got to a point where the experiment would concluded with the the conclusion, which was if you take a high enough dosage, right? And you don't get perma tripped or nothing like that. But if you take a high enough dosage, and once you come back, what is the story? And the certain factors come into play when it comes to it. For example, if I took three tabs, right, in a neutral environment, right, and I placed a Himalayan salt lamp, would that completely drastically change the outcome of the trip and or will it just simply do nothing? Will it be just neutral? Now, so the psychedelic in spiritual form, right? So what that question means is that in our physical world, you know, the psychedelic is a chemical, is a compound, you know, and but in the spiritual form, what is it, right? I feel like it is a heightened level of energy, it is boundless energy, because what I've noticed is that you know after I took psychedelics, I was a lot more open to to this world and a lot more open to different experiences as a whole. I didn't become close-minded afterwards. That's the best way to put it. I became a lot more open-minded on everything. You know, I took everything, you know, as a grip, and then I dissected it myself. You know, I didn't take everything with a grain of salt. You know, if someone told me the chupacabra is real, I said, okay, but of my own understanding, how can it be real? You know, does that make sense? Like if someone said um, Gatorade, the company is poisoning their drinks with that red dye. I'm like, okay, how can that be poison? I've been drinking great for a long time. So a slow death or, you know, I basically dissected everything afterwards of my first experience with the hallucinogens. Now, on the spiritual form, I feel like it is the original form of consciousness. I, I personally believe that psychedelics were the opening to whole slew of things and the reason why they're here now and i guess rediscovered is because we are losing our connection to the divine you know not just a, a an omnipotent being every being all forms of spirituality because in the conclusion all these deities and these you know uh uh half gods and these gods in general they're real you just have to understand in what form are they real you know what i'm saying we all have to understand that there's a reason why that story exists it doesn't just exist as a folktale now most folktales have a factual beginning to it little red riding hood zeus athena hades poseidon shoot every god everything has an origin to it nothing is just seamlessly just popped out into nowhere to just be created just to be created 
there's a reason for it. Even the, even the Bible is a story, is a retelling of things. If you read it between the lines, it's more of like a poetry. All that is just metaphors. And some of them are actual tales. Like the flood, there's scientific, there's scientific evidence that the flood with the Jonah of Ark is real. There was a mass flood across the earth around the same time that it was concluded in the Bible that it was. There's a lot of things in the Bible that are true, but there's a lot of things in the Bible that are just simply, in a better way of explanation, metaphors for something else, right? So, when it comes to how and what it does to us on a deeper level, right? The psychedelic experience, what it does to us and how it does to us is that is this. When we take psilocybin shrooms, right? We experience a level of clarity, a level of interconnectedness with this earth, and a level of awareness that we have not experienced. It's like your senses are renewed and they were like you just came out the womb with everything that you know type of deal. Excuse me, I burped. Um, with everything that you knew, right? And your senses are all renewed. So the reason why everything is like that and why it does occur like that is because when you take the 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 psychedelic is renewing your mind, it is recreating your mind on the level that it's supposed to be. Both of your hemispheres of your brain are active. If you look at a person on LSD and a person having a seizure, they're basically almost identical. Now, I feel like the reason why you know, people die from seizures and stuff of those natures is because the 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 happening of the experience is so abrupt, it's so quick, it, it just it shocks your brain. It's like if you gave your car a thousand volts instantly, it's gonna like fuck up your car. But if you slowly gave it up to that, it might just turn off your car. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, oh, too much power, you know. Versus like, oh, I'm dead, you know. You got to look at it like that. So when you have the psychedelic experience, it's slowly getting to that point. There's a thing called a peak. When you peak is when the, the, the psychedelic compound is at its most active in your body. It's when it, it's all connected. Now, now when it when it comes to these these things right does it actually unlock something in your brain once you've done it all right let's just say you you understand oh spiritually it's, it's a heightened level of energy is the original energy and now you know now you realize how and what it does to you on a deeper level it's recreating your brain to the original source as if you're brand new you're rebirth you're reborn right so once all that is unlocked and once all that is understand, does it unlock a certain part of you? To me, it unlocked the true me. I started to understand that there's no such thing as gender. And, and to be realistic, we are in this carnation, in this body, in this avatar. We're supposed to be the divine and masculine energy. We're supposed to be both. We're not supposed to be one or the other. We're supposed to be both. We're supposed to be, I guess you would call it hermaphrodites. But realistically, in this incarnation, we embody something. Like, I'm a man. I embody the masculine energy. But my personal energy, my spirit's energy, 
is feminine energy. So I have to walk through life like what, you know? It, if if I'm a man and I'm supposed to have fem or manly energy or, or masculine energy, am I going to completely ignore my feminine energy? No. It's supposed to be in a balance. It's supposed to be harmonized because in the beginning, the feminine energy was first. Out of the darkness was created the light. So you have to understand that concept when it comes to that. The masculine energy was birthed from the feminine. So the feminine was God. God is a female. as well, If you wanted to think of it like that, God, the one that created, not one, but the ones that created everything when it comes to the physical form and our flesh and certain spiritual entities, the creator gods, the ones that created them were female. And they were birthed through that process. And then the the masculine energy went out and created. The feminine energy created life and, and did a, a slew of other things too, but I'm not trying to get in too deep into the divine and masculine energy. But if it unlocks that part of your brain, of completely eradicating constructs as a whole. There's no purpose for money once you realize that there's no purpose for all these things that we have in society. Like like credit. Credit makes no goddamn sense. You you have a, a 400 credit. Oh, you can't get this car. I'm like, nigga, I need this car though. Like, what am I going to do? Rob the nigga for the car and then you're on the run now. Like, there's no point. You're stuck in a society where you can't do shit besides just follow it but the thing is is that a society and everything that's around it is powered by the 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 groundwork of it and that is the people once the people disconnect from the power basically releasing from it like like i was watching this joe rogan podcast and this guy was talking about the um this dmt academy experience with terrence mckenna and I real he was saying this. He was saying basically he saw Hitler on both of them. For some weird reason he saw Hitler. And he was explaining how, you know, the high Hitler thing, you know, the arm bullshit. It's basically a transfer of the energy. Now when 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 his people did it back to him, they were giving him they were giving their energy all to him. And when he did it back to them, he was giving them his energy. But the thing is is like one times a thousand back so because he was in the state that he was and because of the power that he had he became you know in a sense not crazy per se but he had so much energy like he was a god basically because of that he was still mortal but his people idolized him as if he was a god so because he had all that energy. All that energy was given. So once you stop giving your energy to one idol source and one, you know, person or, or entity per se. Let's just use the word entity. When you stop giving your energy to one entity, then that energy cycles back into your own self. And when you give basically the same amount of energy, you give your nine to five job, your house, your life that you created through this society back onto yourself, then things would change. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying just fucking go berserk, start a riot type shit. No, I'm saying like understand so when the time does come, you're not scared. You're not freaking out. Oh, 
currency is gone everything is gone my life is ruined no okay this is a new beginning for me i can release the constructs of life and just be who i'm really meant to be what if you were really meant to be a grower of the cannabis uh of substance and now cannabis is it, it gets you higher right it puts you on a higher state of conscious of thinking most kid you not most geniuses albert einstein stephen jobs they smoke cannabis like every time like, he has a pipe for god fucking sakes he ain't just smoking tobacco for fuck's sake i mean he's a scientist he at least comprehends the damage that that nicotine would do to your body over time now cannabis yes it does create tar nevertheless but tar can be swept away and to be realistic if there is no mucus in your body presence the tar cannot attach to it at all and cannabis has a multitude Hey, I mean, I'm talking about a multitude of different properties that it actually can help you with. And there's like, I think like a hundred and something different cannabinoids in THC. I mean, like, well, weed alone, that helps you to do a lot, increases your appetite, helps you with depression, anxiety, pain, uh, um, inflammation. Uh, it's an antibacterial. Uh, it does a lot. It does a lot. But past that, past all that, I'm sorry, I went on the rant. It unlocks part of your brain that is truly you basically to me it opens your eye not the ones that you see in this reality with the one that you see in all realities with a third eye there's a reason a trinity is so prominent in most most religions of of, of a spiritual wise you know the holy father the son and the and the holy spirit with the father the son and the holy spirit is the 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 one that teaches the the children on how to connect to the spirit that is why it is a, it's a cycle we're supposed to the last generation is realistically supposed to be teaching us the original ways the spiritual ways and the real way of living not this construct that we made money is only made by man it has no actual internal value now salt actually has value it can preserve something now, if we all just started using salt, I'm, I'm not going to cap. I wouldn't be mad. Shit, I would be a little bit more happy. That's where salary comes from. Salt, sap, you know, it comes from that. That is the Roman, uh, uh, um, that is what they call it. They call their salary salt. I mean, it is salt. That's why they call it salary. Past that, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be mad if we started using salt for money, to be real. Because, I mean, at least, at least it has value. Shit, at least I could put it on my fucking meat and and preserve it if my freezer went out you know at least the world can keep going not former sense and or if we use stuff that actually have value you know wood wood has value uh um seeds herbs themselves shit paint like everything that internally has a value to it that can be actually used for something else besides the actual use of trading has a value to it Money is nothing but fiber and ink and paper. It has no value to it. You can't use it. You can only use it for fire. But what's the purpose of getting money and then using it for your fireplace when you get home? Then you can't pay your rent. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's no purpose to it. But past that, right? Why is these psychedelics illegal? Like, has no one realized that? Like, why are these psychedelics illegal? Like, they don't actually create, you know... The mass OD rates that fucking 
most prescriptions have that Xanax has amphetamines like uh, um, Adderall is an amphetamine just like methamphetamine is is literally down there in the same compound it basically is so what is the purpose of having a drug on the street that is made in a crackhead's basement or some fucking high level criminal uh, uh, you know guy making it in his lab of, of workers as they get paid type shit what's the purpose of that then you were legalizing it, you know, and then you're like, you, you can't use that. Basically, they're like, you can't use that compound because we can't make profit off of it, you know, because Adderall is the the legal of it, right? And, you know, they can't make profit off psychedelics because most people probably only take it one time and get everything that they need from it that one time. Now, I feel like this is a start of a new life. This this whole upbringing of, of, the, of the new age of spirituality, this deeper understanding of life itself. I mean, and TED Talk is fucking bringing that with it, too. You know, I'm I'm not one to like TED Talk. I had to re-download it to see what was up with it. <laughs> and now I can see something is happening, you know. There's a a new energy in this mass society not just in the united states everywhere there is a new upbringing of energy coming to this new age this is a paradigm shift into something different we and i mean all of us all cosmic beings like all gods and goddesses out there we are rising again and we are a part of this new life now if you enjoyed today's episode of earth mind please leave a review a comment on any of the multiple platforms that earth mind is on i love y'all i hope you have a beautiful day mm-hmm.